You're listening to episode 26 of the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast, Backpack Buddies with Carrie Wettstein. Prosper, flourish, bloom with your people, your close-knit group, your clan, straight out of area code 419 with the most cutting-edge, controversial, and enlightening information from the most knowledgeable experts in everything mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the Thrive Tribe 419 Podcast. I'm your host, Rose Hollow. Hey Tribe, you're going to love this episode. It is going to give you goosebumps, it's going to tug at your heartstrings, and you may shed a tear because it's really that moving. But before we get started, I want to tell you about Carrie Wettstein. She grew up in Northern Kentucky. She went to Murray State University, um, and then she attended Missouri State University in Springfield, Missouri for her graduate degree. And that's where she met her college sweetheart, who she's been married to for 22 years. Now, she was the executive director of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation in St. Louis for 11 and a half years. And then after moving to Defiance County, she was a stay-at-home mom for three years before applying for the job of the executive director of the United Way of Defiance County. And that is where she has been for another 11 great years. So what we talked about was, first of all, all the great things that the United Way is doing right now. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but we did talk about the Imagination Library and most important of all, Backpack Buddies. And she shared some of the technical side of this um, program as well as uh, her personal story about attending um, the elementary school when the program first started and um, witnessing the children receiving their bags of food and what that experience was like. And um, she goes into some ways that we can all help the United Way and how kids can be signed up for this program if they're in need. And um, yeah, it's just a great interview. I think you guys are really going to love this. And um, I was so impressed by all the people in our community right here in our little town that have come together not just for the Backpack Buddies program, but for so many other programs that Carrie um, let me in on that are going on in Defiance County. We have such a great community here. Um, It's hard to believe that hunger is a problem in our community, but it's also really hopeful and just amazing that we have so many people who are willing to help those in need and come together and really make a giant program like this fly for so long and do it so well. So let's get started with our interview with Carrie. Hey everybody, I have Carrie Wettstein here with me tonight in person. Hello. And we're going to get started. And my first question for all my guests is, how are you thriving in the 419? We just talked about this. Yes. So I thrive in the 419 by spending time with my family. So I have two girls, 
Uh, one is 17 and one is 14, and um, I enjoy the time that I get to spend with them. So it could be as simple as dinner, it could be snuggling up and watching movies, but um, they are how they help me thrive in the 419. Awesome. And I had to do a little bit of research about the United Way, I have to admit, because I wasn't really familiar with it. But I see the United Way logo on so many things around town. So mm -hmm. I knew that you guys were involved in a lot of things. And when I was doing my research, your website says you're supporting 26 programs, plus maybe a few extra things thrown in there yes. and um, I know that my kids have really enjoyed that at the Dolly Parton's Imagination mm -hmm. Library yep. program yep. and my daughter just graduated from yes. that when she turned five but now my toddler is getting those books and it is so fun every month to get that mm -hmm. book in the mail so if anybody wants to know about that go to the United Way webpage you can go to our United Way website or you can contact our office and we'll be happy to provide you with a registration form so it's a it's free to the participants who are who register and what it is is we really want to promote literacy and um, the love of reading at a very early age. And so we do that by providing books to children from birth until age five. And um, it's it's they receive a an age appropriate book once a month mailed to them to their home. Mm -hmm. And we really want to encourage moms and dads, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, whoever the caretakers are, to really read to their child. That's one of the things that um, our community, we discovered on our health needs assessment, that our children are not being read to every day. And so we're trying to really increase that percentage for our community. And so we partner with different entities um, in our community to work on getting books in homes and really reminding parents the importance of reading to their kids and how that really is a foundation for their um, educational success and moving forward. So we, we know that and um, we really need to remind our parents of that um, importance. So by doing that with the Imagination Library, um, it's just one of, the, one of the programs that we do to help promote literacy and reading in our community. Yeah, my family just loves it, and we're a family that can't afford to buy books, but I think that it makes it more exciting for my girls to find that surprise in the mailbox. Who doesn't love a surprise in the mailbox? And I it's, mean, yeah, yes. and it's motivating for them. They come to me, even the little one. She gets so excited when she gets her little board book every mm -hmm. month. And she comes to me with the book, and she has such a love of reading now. And she has this stack of books in our playroom that are all Dolly Parton Imagination Aww, Library books. Yeah. And she loves them all. She comes to me multiple times a day with her books and hands me Aww. the Oh, I love it. Very so, sweet. Yeah, it motivates me to read to them more often, to and have a little variety. Absolutely. And what what's neat about it, too, is, is that they are age-appropriate. They've been selected by professionals. So there's there's teachers, there's psychologists, there's um, authors who are serving on a, you know, a great big committee who are helping to select the books that are going to be distributed that year to which age group of children. So, yeah, so it's a good thing. If you are interested, um, you can certainly take a peek at our Facebook page. I know we just launched a campaign um, and a little reminder that um, if you want to give the gift of books to children this year, 
that you can go to our Facebook page and make a donation and an honor of a child to help support the program so we can continue it in the community. I love that. Yeah, so take awesome. a peek at our Facebook page. Um, you can find it um, under United Way of Defiance County. And um, there's a quick link and a little story that you can that you can make a donation. So by all means, um, help us to continue that program. That is so awesome. I'm so glad you guys do that. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Matt. If you're like many of us, you struggle to get a good night's sleep. I have two steps to a good night's sleep right here. Step one, while you're lying down, put your right hand flat under your left armpit. Step two, place the middle three fingers of your left hand between your eyebrows. Take several slow, relaxing breaths in and out, releasing the stress of today and the fears of tomorrow. Put to bed the fears that keep you up at night. Go to www.thrivetribe419.com and click on eCourses to schedule today or tomorrow after you wake up from a great night's sleep. So speaking of being hungry for reading, we're going to talk about real hunger in your belly and how this affects so many kids in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, And another program that you guys kind of head up is the Backpack Buddies program. And I kind of learned about this program backwards, I should say, because um, the place where the backpacks are stuffed is where I go to church. Oh, so you go to St. John UCC. Yeah, so I had been walking into church. We've been going there for about a year. Mm -hmm. And I would walk in and I'd see these great big bins with wheels on them with just full of these backpacks. And then in one of the Sunday school rooms, they have just piles and piles and stacks of food. Mm-hmm. And um, one day I said, what is going on? I see this every week. And somebody said, oh, that's Backpack Buddies. And they told me about it. And I said, that is so cool. I need <laughs> to talk to somebody about this for Farmland News and for the podcast. So um, can you tell me what what's the mission of Backpack Buddies? The mission of the Backpack Buddies is really to provide um, food for children over the weekends um, who are enrolled in the free and reduced lunch programs at their elementary school. So we just want to um, provide them with a little bit of nutritional food, kid-friendly, and um, easy to access. So So these are things that kids can actually open themselves and it doesn't need to be cooked? Some of it does, we, okay. you know, so we're typically we will send home, um, like a can, a canned good. So it might be vegetables. It might be fruit. It might be uh, soup. It could be SpaghettiOs, something along those lines. And mm-hmm. then we would send home, um, either like a rice or a noodles or a mashed potatoes. Um, and then we would send home, um, uh, a granola bar or a breakfast bar, um, instant oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go through the line here. And then we would send home snacks. So it might be, you know, peanut butter crackers. It might be fruit snacks. It might be, um, I'm trying to think something else. And then we also send home a fruit cup, an individual fruit cup and a pudding cup. And so it's things that may or may not require them to actually make it, mm-hmm. but, um, easy to access. And again, as nutritional as possible. Okay, so you're going for ease of use versus like the nutritional aspect and trying to provide that so that they have enough nutrition to get through the weekend until they get back to school and are served 
But they are served breakfast at school now as well as lunch. They are. Right. So it's really supplemental food. Mm-hmm. We're not providing them with turkey dinners. Yeah. So it's, you know, they wouldn't be able to carry it anyway. But And a lot of parents <laughs> don't know how to cook a turkey We've dinner. We've learned or, that as well. Or have the means to be able to cook Absolutely. a turkey Absolutely. dinner. Absolutely. Yeah. So that would... So that would not, um, that wouldn't be uh, very fruitful for us, and it, and it wouldn't be as received as well on the on the end with the with the children. So, um, so yeah, it's just, it's supplemental food. When children are enrolled in the free and reduced lunch program at their school, they do receive a breakfast in the morning, and mm-hmm. then they also get lunch. And so um, we're hoping that then they get to go home and have dinner. In some cases, that might not be the case. And so with having the Backpack Buddy food um, available for them, and we also send food home for younger siblings in the home who are not enrolled in school through the program. So, um, so we kind of feel like we're helping the families with, you know, supplement the food that they would have or not have in their home. I love the idea of sending home food for siblings too, because I can imagine that coming home to uh, a home that doesn't have food mm-hmm. and having siblings, you would probably want to share your food and then you're not getting as much for yourself. Right. So, and I didn't realize you guys did that. We do send home, if the parents have registered the younger siblings at home, then we mm-hmm. will do that. So the other thing that we hear too is is that the kids will be very excited about what they get to bring home. They feel like that they're contributing in some meaningful way mm-hmm. to their circumstances. And so... Um, we are now in the process of just collecting data and receiving um, surveys back from parents uh, this year with the program. So some of them have indicated that they, um, you know, these are things that they wouldn't necessarily be able to purchase because they can't afford them, or it's nice to be able to have them because they have a variety to offer things that they wouldn't normally have. So that's great. So it's going over well, and the parents are receiving it. Oh, well. very, yeah, very much so. And then the kids get their food in, you actually stuff the food in a backpack. Um, This year for only one school, we're doing backpacks. Oh, okay. And so we changed it up this year because of the teachers who we surveyed at the end of last year. Okay. We did a pilot program with one of the schools where um, we sent the food home in Meyer grocery bags. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it was really for two reasons. One, because... Um, the backpacks were not coming back. Um, the teachers were letting us know that they were one place on Friday and someplace else on Monday. So sometimes it was getting lost oh, in transition. Yeah. Okay. And so even though they, this, the teacher knew that the child needed the food or could benefit from the food, if the backpack wasn't returned, they weren't getting the food. Right. So we, um, we approached the schools and said, let's try. Actually, they, they asked us to do it. And so we said, absolutely, we'll try it. And um, so we did Meyer grocery bags for one school last year. It went over so well that we approached the, all the schools this year and said, do you want to do gro- you know, just plastic grocery bags? Mm-hmm. And um, they were all on board with the exception of one school who said, no, we want to keep it the same and just sort of and see how it goes. We're like, that's fine. Um, but one of our volunteers had asked us to do biodegradable bags. They're very passionate about recycling. So, um, we did some investigative work and found that we could purchase them online through a restaurant supply store. And, um, we asked our women's giving circle of defiance County to sponsor that for us. Mm 
And so they graciously, you know, paid for us to have those bags that we oh. use now for um, for the program. Well, thanks, Women's Giving Circle. Thank you, Women's Giving Circle. That's in awesome. County. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I Big love that added. Yeah, I love that added touch of making it more environmentally friendly. We really do try to make our carbon footprint as small as possible with this program. So we also have one of our key volunteers at the church who um, we recycle every packaging material that we can. So everything that comes in cardboard or has paper involved, we collect that and they take it out to Whirler and we recycle that on a weekly basis. Awesome. Yeah. You guys have a really good process down, I think. I think you're, you would be impressed. I mean, it is down to a fine, fine science. I mean, we have, we've not really messed with the actual process of stuffing the bags too much it's really pretty much stayed the same um yeah we've not really we've not really messed with that we have two we have mirror assembly lines that are set up um on a on a u-shaped table formation and um you'll get to come and see that i think are you coming tomorrow yes i'm gonna go tomorrow and take pictures and i'm going to write a story for the farmland news as Perfect. well so there will be pictures of that, and I'm hoping to talk to some of the volunteers that are there tomorrow to get their take okay. on what's going on. And yep. I can't wait to see that because I always see the stuff piled up, but I never see anybody you never see in action. <laughs> so you'll get to see the whole thing in action tomorrow. So yeah. yeah, it'll be good. Awesome. I was surprised by this. I didn't realize that hunger was such a problem in our community. Can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. Um, when we first started this program eight years ago, I had had a conversation with the principal at Defiance Elementary School. I had read about this program online because there were other United Ways in the country who were doing something similar. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't call it the Backpack Buddy Program, but they call it different things. And mm -hmm. so... I had approached her, we were at an event together, and I said, hey, is this something that you know you, you would be interested in exploring? Do you think it's something that our, that our students would benefit from? And um, she said, absolutely, and can we start tomorrow? And I said, wow. no, because I don't have any money. But um, she said that, um, she goes, as you know, you know, when they're on free or reduced lunch, they get a breakfast in the morning. And she said we would have children who would be going through the line and they would be taking extra things and putting it in their pockets. Aww. And so when they were asked about that, you know, she kind of said, hey, what's going on? And, um, you know, the kids, you know, shared that they were taking it home for a younger sibling that oh, um, needed wow. food because there wasn't food at home. Or they want, I can't, I can hardly look at you while I'm saying this because I'll start crying. Yeah, me so, too. Um, or that um, they were taking it because they wanted, they wanted to save it for later because they knew they were going home and there wasn't any food. Oh, and so man. this is right here in our little town of Defiance, Ohio. And it's not, you know, a major metropolitan area. This is our little community and our children in my mind. And so... Um, it just sort of fell into place that we were able to kind of pull people together, make the right connections. We solicited from the very beginning um, a, a grant from Prometica, Defiance Regional Hospital, and their Prometica Advocacy Fund run through the Toledo Community Foundation. And they graciously um, awarded that to us, which allowed us to launch the program. And so um, that, that initial funding, um, you know, allowed us to start at Defiance Elementary School because they're the largest school in the county, and they also have the largest percentage of free and reduced lunch children attending the school. 
And so we knew after the first half of the year that we had enough money that we could expand the program. So our next stop was Hicksville. And so they're the next um, largest school in the county. And um, again, with a large percentage of free and reduced lunch. And so they were on board as well. So after that first year, uh, we took it to all five elementary schools and said, hey, is this something that you'd be interested in partnering with us and providing? And they all jumped on board. And then we expanded it to Good Sam as well. And so, um, so yeah, so that's the Backpack Buddy program. I have goosebumps right Aww. now. That is just amazing. Yeah, so um, that's how it all started. And we kind of pulled in. How many kids? Do you know how many kids are being served by this, this at this year? time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're stuffing 625 bags weekly. 625 hungry kids in yes. Defiance County. Yes, and that's School just age. the ones who have, that's just the elementary schools. So, oh And gosh. that's just the ones who have signed up. That's not everybody who is eligible or qualifies. So those are the ones that wow. the parents have signed up and said, yes, we want to participate in the program. My mind is blown right now. Oh, <laughs> you had, yeah. So I don't think anybody, you know, they don't realize that. And no. I think when you drive around town, it's not something that's visible and people, you don't, it's not something that you're sitting around and talking about, you know, at the, at the dinner table or mm-hmm. at the coffee shop or, mm-hmm. you know, but it is a need in our community. Um, it's, you know, it, it is a need. Wow. So I did also want to share that um, we met with the guidance counselors from all of the five elementary schools and well, actually all the five school districts in the county. And they shared with us that they really like the Backpack Buddy program, but that the need for food doesn't go away when the children hit middle and high school. Right. And so it, it you know, it, it, it moves they with them. They need more food at that so, point, right? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I've seen teenagers eat. And, um, but they're not as they're not as likely to maybe divulge that that is the case. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a there's a great amount of pride involved with you know with with food and and the need for food. So, um, so the guidance counselors had said, you know, is there something that we can do to help our middle school and high schoolers as well with regard to food? And um, in the course of conversation, uh, it also came up that personal care items was also a need. Because when families are receiving, um, they're involved in the SNAP program, which people might um, know more familiar as food stamps, you can only purchase food. You cannot purchase soap or laundry detergent or deodorant or toothpaste or shampoo. Um, and those shampoo. teenagers need deodorant. Exactly. <laughs> so... So um, what we decided to do was um, we launched a program called Feeding Success. And so we provided a personal care items and food pantry in every middle school and high school in the county, including the Independence Education Center, the IEC. So at the beginning of the school year, they were provided with um, a pantry of, of food items and of personal care items that they can access if they have a student that you know is in their office or is in the office or has divulged to a teacher that you know um, we don't have food at home or you know we can't afford to purchase toothpaste and we can't afford to purchase deodorant they have a, they have um, items that they can pull from and then send home with the child as needed so we're getting ready now to just solicit and see 
um, you know, how is their stock and where are you and do we need to replenish and if so, um, how much of what and so we kind of go from there. We operate off of everybody, it's a, it's a list that they helped us create regarding with food items and, um, and we partner with, um, with Meyer on that to do that wow. program. Yeah, so those are just a couple things. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff going wow. on. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling very lucky to have you sitting here with oh, me. Oh, stop it. <laughs> because you are so busy. Uh, that's just two, th- that's just two <laughs> that's things. That's two of the 64 <laughs> things that you're working no, on. But anyway. And you're still here. Yes. <laughs> recording this podcast. Yeah, no problem. I'd like you to talk a little bit about um, a personal experience that you had going through an elementary school we um we when we first started the program we would go to defiance elementary school to help distribute the bags and make sure that they got to the right because the school's huge so we were dividing them up by grade level and then also by classroom and so we um we really wanted to work with them to make sure that they got to where they needed to to be and um um, my first time experiencing that, um, I got to see sort of just the sheer joy uh, from some of these kids who were receiving the backpacks and just how excited they were. And they would walk around and say, it's backpack buddy day, you know. And so they were genuinely excited. And I think oftentimes people thought that maybe they were going to be labeled or that, you know, there was kind of a, a stigma with it. I never saw that at, at the school um, with at Defiance Elementary School. I, I didn't I didn't ever experience that. And that's something that we do follow up with the with the teachers about. And so I can't say there's a hundred percent where they're not being, you know, called out or being teased or given a hard time about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, um, I think that it's a um, it's been a positive thing for the students. And one of the things I will share with you is and then this just came to me. Um, when we we um, helped the Defiance Elementary School kind of organize how they were going to do their the distribution of the bags, and um, within probably two or three weeks of this, they they're like, we've got this, and so um, they had recruited fifth graders. I think it's fourth and fifth graders actually, who would give up their recess on Fridays to help distribute the bags to all of the wings in the school. And so, um, and then on Tuesdays, they would help collect all the bags and make sure that they got in the right bins so that they could come back to the church to, um, to be refilled the next week. And one of the things that the principal shared with us is that some of the students who were volunteering their time were also ones who were receiving the bags. And so we thought, wow, they taught us a huge lesson. And, you know, not only were they on the receiving end, but they were also willing to help and give of their time and recess to help their fellow classmates out and make sure that the bags got to be where they needed to be. So, yeah. I have goosebumps again. (laughs) (laughs) We also, you know, sometimes we'll get thank you notes, you know, it's tucked in the bags. I have one that I use. I should have brought it with me, but um, actually it's in the car. Um, But thank you notes that kids will draw pictures and thank us for the food and, you know, just very sweet little things that come our way. Aww. Yeah, good stuff. That is so awesome. I'm kind of blown away by all the community support you have for this program because you're saying that you're booked through the school year, the rest of the school year, 2018, Mm -hmm. with a different group of volunteers who is committed to working on stuffing the food into the bags 
Until the end of the school year. Yes. So we've already got the entire calendar from January 2018 through May of 2018. It's already full. Way to go, Defiance. Yeah. I mean, you go, guys. <laughs> that's, that's totally rad. I so, just, yeah, I'm, we worked with Defiance College. There's a, I'm a student that we work with um, at Defiance College who helps coordinate the calendar. And so we visited and just kind of went through. And um, there are certain groups that can only do it on certain days and times. So we knew going in that, you know, we wanted um, we wanted to make sure that Coles got on board. And we wanted to make sure that um, we had a group from the city that's stuffing the bags. And we have a group from the Defiance Middle School who is helping out this year. Um, and different schools want to, you know, help out. But also Defiance College students um, want to be able to, to lend a hand as well. So, but yeah, we, we were able to juggle the calendar, but we're already, it's already booked and full and scheduled. Which is, in my world, a beautiful thing. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not having to scramble to figure out who's going to do it this oh, week. Yeah. Um, we just have to look at the calendar, and we already know who's going to do it for this week. That's and awesome. it's kind of a bummer too when people ask, like, "Hey, we really want to volunteer, come and help." And I want to, and I want to be able to say, "We'd love to have you by all means." Um, but you're going to have to wait till next year, next school year. Wow! Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are some other ways that people could help? You need donations of money. Or... Money is always lovely. Yeah. Um, money is a beautiful thing. It cost it cost us about two dollars and fifty cents between two fifty and three dollars per week per child. Okay, so that and adds so up pretty fast with all does. those students. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, um, all we shop mostly at Aldi. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great to work with. I and love Aldi. Me too. Shout I, I would to love Aldi. if they were a sponsor of this podcast ah. because I am a huge fan of Aldi. There you Actually, go. on my Instagram, I'm posting pictures of food that I'm cooking all the time, and I always tag them because it's usually Aldi food. Very good. And it's good stuff, guys. It is. If you've not been to Aldi, we encourage you to take a peek and check it out. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. No. Not at all. you got to take your quarter. Ah, yeah, we I need a quarter for your, um, for your, for your cart. cart. Right. But, That's I'm all cool you need to know. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you're off to the races. Right. So. Um, and then did you mention Coles, the Coles group and the Defiance um, Fire Department? Well, we partner with all kinds of different groups, but um, a couple of our core ones are the that come back um, are Coles. Um, they have a Coles Cares group. They have volunteered for years with us, and we're grateful for them and their, their um, participation and um, sponsorship of the program and they can only do noons on Wednesday and so um, oftentimes they they won't have we usually try to have at least 10 and 12 people at each stuffing and so we paired them with the Defiance Fire Department and so you know the Coles ladies don't mind having those you know handsome brave firefighters stuffing the backpack buddy bags next to them <laughs> You know, once it's a too month. Too bad they're so, not the ones know. volunteering tomorrow while I'm taking pictures. I <laughs> they, mean, sorry, that would yeah. sell so many copies mm, of the farmland news. <laughs> well, you'll just have to come back when they are there. I guess so. so. Yeah, so it'll be good. That'll give an excuse, honey. I gotta go to backpack buddy. <laughs> I'll let you know when they're going to be stuffing. They're All already right. on the calendar for 18. So okay, you'll have to net, let me know what week. Yeah. And we certainly would not be able to do this this um, program and provide it without the help of Defiance College 701 students who I've, I have seen, you know, eight years of students go through. So some of them are actually, you know, in the workforce and, you know, have families and stuff. So that's been interesting and we're grateful for their support and their role. 
And then, of course, the St. John United Church of Christ volunteers, they've also been with us from the very beginning. Some of them, actually, I think most of them have been there from the beginning, and we would not be able to do it without their help and support. And um, they will make recommendations, and we'll chat with them about how it's going. So we've been able to tweak the process a little bit because of their input, and it's only made it better. So um, we're grateful for them and everything that they do. Um, Remax Realty, they allow us to use their truck to transport the food. So we have a volu two volunteers that um, will drive the truck to Aldi. We have a group of volunteers that meet there to load up the truck and then um, they'll drive it to the church and a group of volunteers who meet there and then unload it and set up everything ready to go. So It's down to a science. It really is and I don't think that we will ever I don't think we'll actually ever tweak the process because it works, uh -huh. you know, and so... Um, and even with could, all those different groups of people coming in there, it yeah, still runs like clockwork. It does. It's a, it's a very, um, it's very fluid. It is, you know, it's const, not constantly, but it's always in motion, you know, there's... And if one person drops the ball or one group, then it, you know, it's a domino effect. Uh -huh. And everybody has stepped up and has, and they know what their role is and what they do and... So I don't have to be at everything anymore because there's people who, you know, they, they know their role, they know what they're doing, and they and they get it done, which is a beautiful thing, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, I'd like to talk about, I think, a very important aspect of this um, for anyone listening who knows a child or, or kids mm -hmm. who are hungry over the weekends. How can we get these kids signed up for this program? It's through the school system. So um, there is a registration form that goes out at the beginning of the school year mm -hmm. that um, we ask the parents to complete and then they turn it back into the school. And so the school is the one who keeps track of the databases for us and they know who the children are. When we receive that information, especially now, we don't know, we don't have any names, so we have no idea what the names of the children are who are receiving the food. It's very anonymous um, for everybody who's involved on our end with stuffing of the bags. So um, if there are, you know, oftentimes we'll get, our numbers will fluctuate. Um, they'll go up and down depending on where, you know, if we've got new kids moving into a certain school district and they qualify, we'll get a phone call. Can you add, you know, four bags to our total moving forward because we have a new um, family in. Or we have a school that'll say, you know, um, 11 we've got 11 families who have said we no longer need to be involved with the program. So they don't feel comfortable or don't need the food anymore so please don't send it home with them so it, it fluctuates and moves but it starts at the school um, that's where the registration forms are and typically it'll be at the beginning of the school year but again it'll you know it'll fluctuate as um, as the year goes depending on where kids are so people can sign up during the school year they can um, but it has to it'll start at the school at the school yeah. so, so the parents have to... would have to initiate that okay conversation mm -hmm. um, or if it's a new student coming in and they qualify for the free and reduced lunch program that's the qualifying factor they have to qualify for free and reduced lunch then that means that they are eligible for to participate in the backpack buddy program so it sounds like it's pretty simple mm -hmm. to get on there you just have to know that it's there and to ask for it yep all right, so I'd like you to talk about how the United Way is um, involved with this program. It's a the Backpack Buddy program is an internal program for United Way of Defiance County. So um, we have all of these partners in the community that help us provide the program. 
um, and without them, we would not be able, we wouldn't be able to do it. I just don't mm-hmm. think that that um, one organization, one group could pull it off because of all the moving pieces that we talked about. I can see and that. And so the coordination of all of that. So we serve as the convener. We also serve as the fiscal sponsor for the program. So we keep track of all of the finances. We will solicit um, grants for the program. So we're the funding source or the fundraiser for the program. Um, and then we'll also, you know, work with the Defiance College students to help um, organize, coordinate, train um, the students for their role that they're playing. Um, so we have students who will coordinate the calendar, the stuffing parties. We have um, students who will coordinate the actual stuffing. Um, so making sure that all the bags are counted, that um, that every school is, um, you know, a backpacks. The backpacks have arrived back. That. We're organized to do the stuffing. And then we have um, two students who help us actually do the ordering for the food. So they're getting firsthand experience about working and coordinating and implementing a program that I think they're going to be able to use for on their resumes as they move forward as that, you know, yes, I do have a, um, a um, experience with, you know, ordering of food or keeping track of inventory or working with um, um, different groups of people mm-hmm. and being able to speak publicly and, you know, and uh, about what they're going to be doing and then motivate them to, to do that. And so, yeah, they're getting a lot of firsthand experience. So again, and you know, we, there's just lots of different moving pieces. So we help with that as well. So United Way, it's, a, it's an internal program to us that we're very proud of. And um, yeah, I think oftentimes when people hear United Way of Defiance County and they have shared that with us that they do think of the Backpack Buddy program, ah, which is, uh, which is great and wonderful, um, and, and we, we love that. And there's all kinds of other things that we're doing in the community, too. So that's just yeah. one, one of our things that we're doing. Oh my gosh! And something caught my ear. You called it a <clears throat> stuffing party, which we do. I think is so cool because volunteering can be really fun. And I don't think that people sometimes, when they're they've never volunteered before, uh-huh. they think you know it's a chore, it's work, it's not going to be fun. And I have found the opposite to be true. When you get together with a group of volunteers, it really is fun when you're all working towards a common goal. And, you know, it's an organized activity. It's a great way to meet new people in sort of a non-threatening way. And, yeah, it's a party. It is. <laughs> and so we, yeah, we call them stuffing parties. I think that just sort of, it just sort of happened. And so that's kind of when I talk about it or in trying to promote or, you know, have people come. We call it, you know, it's a stuffing party. Yeah. So, yeah, come to the stuffing party. That's it's a party. Cool. It's fun. And, you know, you feel good about it. You're, you know, and you are meeting with, you know, people that you might not know or rubbing elbows and passing bags. And so, yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of a party. And yeah. some groups will, you know, some groups are really quiet. You know, they're, they're all about their business and they're, you know, focused and let, let's get the job done. Others are pretty chatty Cathy and, you know, are visiting or, you know, um, others, they turn it into a competition. It becomes a race where each side of the table, you know, we're going to try to outdo the other table as quickly as possible and so a lot of smack talk might be going on across the table and you know so you know we've not done and I think I might have to try this but we've not done music before I think some groups have done music but um yeah I don't know it's just kind of it's a party so it's not it's not stuffy it's not you know 
It's not something that's not fun. And I yeah. think you'll, and I love what you said about volunteering. It's because, and it is true. Yeah. There are so many needs in our community where, you know, if you want to give of your time and really have an impact, um, I, and I'll put a plug in for our community engagement center. Mm-hmm. So we have a community engagement center, which is um, linked to our website. You can click on the volunteer tab in the upper right-hand corner, and it'll take you right to um, the Community Engagement Center website, where organizations and groups in our community have um, input what their volunteer needs are. And so you, as an individual, can kind of look at that list. Sometimes it might be volunteering. Sometimes it might be gifts and kinds. Sometimes they might be looking for a particular um, they a, a donation of of something, and um, or even a skill. You know, some might be looking for board members, or some might be looking for somebody to serve on a finance committee, or something along those lines. Oh yeah, so it's very hard to find people in the financial sector to volunteer. I've heard so many organizations around here asking for accountants. Mm-hmm. And anybody who can add two numbers together to come and help them do their books. Or read a financial statement. Yeah, know, it's so. not things that you would normally think of as volunteering, but if you have a special skill, Absolutely. somebody is looking for that. Absolutely. I volunteered doing graphic design and website building and social media promotion and all kinds of things. And, you know, um, that's fun for me because yeah. that's what I like to do. But I've also went and gone and volunteered in person, and it's always harder or more scary than you think it's it's never as scary as you think it's going to exactly. be exactly the first time is the hardest and then once you get into it it just becomes like something that you look forward to just jump into the deep end yeah i promise you it'll be fun you'll have fun you'll you know yeah splash around and play it'll be okay <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. so how can people find out more about backpack buddies or your programs with united way i would encourage people to take a peek at our website Um, You can find out all kinds of different information about the programs uh, that we are helping to fund in the community and our community partners who are providing those programs. Um, You can also take a peek at our Facebook page. Uh, There is a video uh, that highlights the Backpack Buddy program. You can uh, kind of, you know, scroll through that to try to find it. There is a Backpack Buddy Facebook page uh, that you could also like and follow. Uh, we're not as good as keeping that one up um, as we are with the United Way um, Facebook page. But you could certainly find it and find out more information about it. And so, yeah, I think those three uh, resources, if they're looking specifically for the Backpack Buddy program, you'll be able to, to do that. The other thing I would maybe encourage you to is to take a peek. There's a link at the bottom of our website page that highlights our impact um, report. And so um, you can click through that, and um, the Backpack Buddy program is highlighted in, um, I think it's last year's uh, impact report. It might be both, too. So you could take a peek at, at that resource as well. It's, it's beautifully done, and, um, yeah, it's just a nice, it's a nice uh, marketing tool for us. So it, it is listed on our website. Cool. I'm going to try to remember to put all of these links in our show notes so Ooh, people okay. can... All right. find things really easily when they click on the podcast so it should be right there in our summary so thank you so much for being here it was You're really welcome. fun talking to you um 
I got goosebumps I don't know how many times, <laughs> shed a tear. <laughs> it was really nice getting to know you. It was nice to visit with you, Rose. It was really easy. I was a little nervous, but this You was... did great. Thank you. So maybe you can come back and talk about another one of your programs sometime. I would love to do that. You take a peek at some of the programs that we're helping to provide or um, helping to fund, mm-hmm. and I'll be happy to do that myself or connect you with the person who will be able to address that program for you. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for your You're time. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast. Do you know someone who could benefit from the information you just heard? Share the love by sharing this episode. Want to connect online? Check out thrivetribe419.com to leave a review or check out more episodes. You can also join the conversation by searching for Thrive Tribe 419 on Facebook or Instagram. See you next time. Keep thriving.